like kind of happy for them that they were they're able to take those opportunities that we gave them and run with it and being a 10 year old kid dancing and making millions of dollars like kudos to you like sucks that we didn't have it yes but kudos to you you'll never have the imagination that i had as a kid so sucks for you too though so it's like (laughs) it's a win-win situation Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Conversation. I'm your host, Brandon T. McClure, your guide on this journey through your favorite podcasters' fandoms. This is a fandom conversation show where I interview other podcasters about their journey uh, through fandom spaces. I hope you enjoyed the last episode with Sean Farrick from Trek Culture. I just want to once again thank Sean for coming on. It was really great to get to talk to him. I hope I can find an excuse to do it again. It was really great. But let's keep it moving with this week's guest. Before I do, though, I just want to remind everyone to rate the show on your podcaster of choice uh, and follow us on Twitter. Uh, that's The link is in the description. Uh, I, always, I think it's Conver underscore station on Twitter. But it's linked below. Um, you can also follow us on at Fakner Podcast on Instagram, uh, and that's where we upload updates for all the shows. If you'd like to be a part of the show, please reach out to me through my socials or email at conversation at gmail.com. I'm always thinking ahead, so I need guests for next season. Okay, now I'll talk about the guest. You are all here to hear. I wrote that last week. That didn't work again this week. I should rework that. But I'm not going to. Not this week. Maybe next week. So Cookie is the host of Just a Little Podcast and a good friend. Uh, he's also the last guest I recorded in 2022. Um, that's important to note. Cookie and I met in a kind of roundabout way. Um, he had connected with another podcast called Downright Nerdy and did a uh, kind of a big crossover show with other podcasters and their hosts called Downright Annoyed with Movies. That was a YouTube show. Um, my co-host of the Fickner podcast, Ryan Eliopoulos, he was on that show, uh, but they, through various reasons and scheduling things, it kind of fell to the wayside and downright nerdy actually no longer exists anymore. It doesn't look like he says he wants to get back into podcasts. That all doesn't really matter anymore. Um, it's kind of a bummer, but okay. Anyway, after that cookie, Mike, who was the co-host of the Downright Nerdy podcast, um, and I, uh, we began to do these kind of, we have a show on this network called Fake Nerds Watch, which is a TV after show discussion um, podcast where we talk about TV shows after episode airs. We started doing Star Trek shows. So Star Trek Picard, Star Trek Lower Decks, Star Trek Discovery, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. um, And we would do those week in and week out. Mike left, though, because he had a child. Um, You know, things were getting really hectic with him anyway, and then he had a child, and he left the show and left Downright Nerdy, and probably not coming back, honestly, until the kid's, like, what, 16? Um, But uh, congratulations, Mike, honestly. Like, it's cool. I haven't heard from you in a while. After Mike left, though, it was just Cookie and me, and so we did that for almost 
a year and a half, maybe close to two years at this point. Um, I'll link the Star Trek shows. We have a Star Trek playlist on YouTube. I'll link that below uh, for anybody who was interested in checking out those conversations. Doing this show, it's very difficult to not say conversation because that's the name of the show. But those were not conversations. They were conversations. I maybe picked a bad name for the show. I don't care. I love it. All that is to say that I really enjoyed doing those converse, uh, conversation episodes, those Fickner's Watch episodes with Cookie. Um, but unfortunately, as of Star Trek Picard season three's finale, Cookie had to leave me. Um, he is expecting a child uh, with his wife, with his lovely wife, um, who I never got to meet. <laughs> and uh, uh, so that also means that Just a Little Podcast, which is, as I mentioned, his podcast, is not happening at this point. Uh, he does hope to return to it, and I hope he does, and I hope he does return to podcasting. Um, but yeah, he did have to leave the podcast and me, most importantly me. No, I'm only kidding. I'm actually really happy for him, uh, truly, and I, I do hope he returns to podcasting. Um, he does mention on this episode, and it's kind of interesting that he does, actually, uh, that his, uh, his co-host had to stop doing the show because he had a kid. And now Cookie is about to have a kid. So it's weird how... I tell you guys, podcasting is not easy. Especially when you start a family. And and the podcast is only a hobby. Uh, I, mean, I mean, that's all this is when you haven't monetized, right? God. Victor Podcast has been going for seven years now, I think. Yeah, seven years. The 12th of June, I think, is our anniversary. It's our seventh anniversary. So that's... This is coming out. This is probably out on the third, so just a couple more days. I'm recording that soon. Yeah, I just—it's tough, and it feels like every year we're just another year closer to this all collapsing on us. Anyway. Anyway. Um, not to get too down in the beginning of the episode. It's a good episode, I promise. Um, here are a couple of things to keep in mind, though, uh, for the episode. Um, besides him not podcasting currently, um, you can still find the show though. I'll, I'll link that. I'll link it below. Make sure to say that right now. It's linked. It's linked. It's linked in the description below. But so we talked, uh, I got some bullet points here that you guys should keep in mind because again, like I said, I recorded this last year. We talked a lot about continuing to do our Star Trek Fake Nerds Watch episodes. We did end up doing that. As I said, we, we continued to do it, um, for a couple more months uh i think we just did star trek picard season three and then yeah we just did star trek picard season three and then we uh, uh and then he had to leave but so we did continue that um he will not be joining me for star trek strange new world season one but i will be joined by my co-host sparks on that one and possibly my co-host ryan so that'd be fun uh he'll we also talk about me being on his show i really wanted to get on his show we just couldn't find the time in the few months that we were back together uh but now it doesn't look like it's gonna happen maybe someday maybe he'll come back in the beginning there's some slight tech issues uh on my end it's it's on my end i don't know what happened but um and honestly you guys might not even notice i shouldn't even say this it was only noticeable to me it's probably only noticeable to me but you know just want to be sure that you guys know um we mentioned god of war ragnarok this is before God of War Ragnarok came out. 
and Hogwarts Legacy, which leads me to another point I'll get to in a minute. Um, I make make a point to mention that Ben has a girlfriend. Uh, He now has a fiancé. Congratulations, Ben. Ben is engaged. Uh, Look, a lot can happen in a few months. I... We recorded this before November of 2022, uh, and Ben got engaged, I think, last month. Yeah, I believe last month. Um, anyway, congratulations, Ben. I'm sorry I said you have a girlfriend in this episode. I don't actually think he's going to mind. I'm also going to put a trigger warning here, uh, because we do talk about Harry Potter. Um, we talk about Harry Potter uh, because he is a big Harry Potter fan, and so we talk a lot about um, ethical consumption and where he falls on separating the art from the artist. <clears throat> And J.K. Rowling. So if that is something, is a topic that is triggering for you, please be warned. That is at the end of the episode, though. You can skip it. You can just skip to the end of the episode. Once you start talking about Harry Potter, just skip to the end of the episode. That is okay. It's a, it's a good discussion, though. Uh, like I said, it, but if it is triggering to you, it's, it's okay to skip. Okay, that's everything I need to say before we get into this. I'm getting a little raspy in my voice. It's late. Um... Like, I always have a great time talking to Cookie. I was really happy to get the chance to have him on this show, on Conversation. Um, I think this is a very fun conversation, a very insightful conversation. Um, and I hope you guys all enjoy it. Uh, you can find his socials and his uh, and his show linked in the description, as well as other things I mentioned. Well, look, I can't ramble on anymore. So without further ado, here is Cookie from Just a Little Podcast. All right, I am here with Cookie. From Just a Little Podcast. Hello, sir. Good to see you again. Likewise, my friend. Always a pleasure hanging out with you. Yeah, it's always fun. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I probably did this in the intro, but it's been so long since I've recorded a conversation episode. I'm a little rusty, but in case I forgot to say it in the intro, I'll say it now. Cookie and I, we do a couple of shows uh, for fake, for my Fickner's Watch series for, for Star Trek. Yes. And at the time of this recording, it's been far too long since we did that. It has been way too long. I know for you and myself, like time um, does not stop for us. So life continues on and our our fandom, as much as we love it, sometimes has to take a backseat to life. And I'm more sure importantly so. for me, because I have been slacking on Star Trek and I think we talked about it last where I wanted to get back into it and start watching so we can record again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, my wife and I watched two episodes. They were fantastic. And then boop, life happens again. You're like, oh. Let me get back into it. So yeah, it, it it's how it's how it is, but we are we are here. So why don't you tell why don't you tell the audience a little bit about your podcast? All right. Um. So I am Cookie from Just Little Podcast. I have a weekly pop culture podcast that kind of encompasses everything that has to do with pop culture. So TV, films, video games, comic books, anime, all that's kind of packed into one show where I try to go and dive into different topics that are happening currently in that week or that have been going on uh, for some time. And I kind of go and explore stuff like that. I talk about different shows, different movies, and I give my little two cents because I don't know everything, but I love pop culture so much that I'm constantly wanting to know and grow more and more into it. So every single time I do a show, I'm learning something every single episode. I'm hoping that I can translate that, that experiences that I'm learning and put it into the show so that somebody else who's listening to it get those same experiences or even more. Oh, that's really cool. Thank you. Um, I've never heard you describe it that way. <laughs> um, so you, you do other shows, right? You have Patreon shows as well. I do have a Patreon show. Yeah. So I do um, a Star Wars show on there. Uh, I know we're both Star Trek fans, you more than I, but I do a Star Wars show on there. I fell off of uh, a Halo series that I was doing. I still had to finish that one up 
no, you I don't. have a, a Harry Potter show that I've been doing and an X-Men show, which is the animated X-Men series. So I kind of go through that with a good friend of mine, Magic Lasso, and we just talk about each episode, kind of breaking it down, leading up to the grand finale, which is going to be happening, X-Men 1997 animated show. Yeah, that's right. That's coming up. Um, yeah. You have... Do you have, you have co-hosts for all these shows or is it, or yes, I do have a co-host for all these shows. So the main podcast is normally me, but I, the podcast is called just little podcast with cookie and friends originally it was with cookie and Marco. Um, but life happens for him. Um, we're still great, great friends. He lives down the street from me. So I love him with all my heart. Vice versa for him. He loves me with all his heart. At least I hope. Um, so we still have a great connection, but he, uh, ended up having another child. So his time is kind of really wild down to nothing. So mm-hmm. I just decided to take on the reins with myself. And every single time I have a guest on, I wanted to be, include them in there. So I said, cookie and friends. Okay. Well, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm available. You haven't asked oh, me. Trust me. You are on the list and you are <laughs> high up on the list. Good, sir. Uh, okay. So let's get right into it. So before you started your podcast um, and people who've listened to the show will probably know that I always start with this, this question. What was your, what was your experience in fandom spaces prior to you starting your show? Okay. Um, there's always been this big divide. I am a comic book lover first, I would say. So there's this massive divide between, of course, Marvel and DC. And there's a lot of people who feel that you can't necessarily truly love both equally. You have to love one or the other. And I don't think that's the case. The same thing happens with Star Trek and Star Wars. I think that sure. it's like, hey, you have to be this. Or you have to be that. You can't just love everything. And that's kind of how I, I've been seeing pop culture slowly continued to divide more and more. And a lot of things are very much tailored to an older mindset now versus a newer mindset. So when I was getting into pop culture before podcasting, I loved it all. I I wanted to dive into everything I could, whether it was anime, video games, or if it was comic books or movies, I wanted to dive into it because I always had a fascination for it. And I've I've always been a geek since I was a little kid. So Mm -hmm. I've always had this love for fandom. Is that it? Is that the question? Was that was that the question? Did I even answer it? That was such an interesting way to end that question. I, I it sounded like you were going into another sentence. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. But you did here. You did you did say something really interesting there that you couldn't that you you couldn't um, like both. There's yeah. this, this this idea that you can't like both. You can't like Marvel and, and DC at the same time. You can't like Star Wars and Star Trek at the same time. Why do you think that is? That's a wonderful question. Um, I think that people tend to have this this mindset of I'm right and you're wrong. And if you're not for me, then you're against me. And I think that, not to get political, but I think that even now today, political views and agendas get in the way of friendships. And I, I try to look past that when I have friends who vote for somebody else that I didn't vote for or believe something else that I don't believe for we're all entitled to our opinions. As long as it doesn't hurt somebody, you're entitled to your opinion. And I, I believe you for it. I, I love you for it because, Hey, that's who you are. I didn't, I didn't become your friend just for the simple fact of, Oh, you like star Wars only, or, Oh, you like star Trek only. I, I like you for everything that you have. And I think that nowadays people kind of take that away or take it for granted. And they only see certain things that they want to see. And if they don't agree with you, I can't be friends with you and I can't go and associate with you. I think that happens a lot with pop culture and with just overall and general fandom. Yeah. You kind of see, you kind of see these days how fandom is seen as kind of a ammunition 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I I I will take in all the facts of my fandom to know more about it than you. And that's kind right. of where people are. You know, I, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but Tales of the Jedi just came out. Uh, don't spoil it. Time, it's on my list to watch today. <laughs> at the time of this recording, it happened. It, it happened. The, it happened yesterday. Yeah. Um, whenever this comes out, it's probably a year ago. Um, but the idea of, so in Tales of the Jedi has stirred up some of this controversy about mm-hmm. how it has retconned a novel um, in the Star Wars franchise. And people are looking at it at like, you know, it's, there is there is one valid criticism that I won't go into because it does spoil something, and I'll I'll probably talk about it on my Fake Room podcast episode this week. But um, there's talk about how it, like, how well it retconned this story, and so therefore it's not good. And it's like, well, that's not what fandom is. Fandom isn't facts, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably where you get into like the bringing it back to this binary idea of, you know, you can only like one or the other. It's you know it, when you look at fandom as facts as, as facts that i consume you know you kind of people maybe feel like you can only carry so many facts in your head yeah you know i don't know i definitely i I definitely agree with you i think um in star wars since we're kind of on that topic in star wars we have the canon novels and then we have the legends novels Mm -hmm. the legends novels are absolutely gorgeously written books Mm -hmm. yeah they might not have uh, Garrett, of course, there's not uh, not all of them, but there are some great books inside there. I'm that just are, saying, Chewie got crushed by a moon. I don't. <laughs> there are some great stories, nevertheless. There are some great stories, and I, I don't see those, and I don't take them as concrete, and I take it as okay. Someone who's a fan of Star Wars write, wrote this book, and at the time, yes, it may be have may have been canon, and then time progressed on, and it's like no, that's not canon. That happens all the time, and it doesn't take away from the story. The story could still be good and doesn't have to be related. We're having movies nowadays where the Joker movie for a lot of people, that was an absolutely exceptional movie for others. They're like, I hated it because the Joker doesn't have an origin. This is stupid. And it's like, you're, you're missing the point of what it's supposed to do. And it's supposed to evoke emotions for you. And that's what I think that movie did for a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people. Yeah. Joker's okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. (laughs) Shows my my fandom, right? um okay so all right so let's let's continue on our mm-hmm. our journey here so you so you 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 so you told, you told us where you were in fandom spaces beforehand what brought you to your podcast what what was the what was the kind of like journey that led you to be like you know what i'm gonna do a podcast um i think the road starts probably like as a kid um as a kid being a nerd growing up born in the 80s growing up in the 90s being a nerd or being a geek was not a good thing it was not a popular thing you were you were picked on for it and it's not until i would probably say like the mcu really took off the way it did is when being a nerd and being a geek was somewhat kind of cool and it's like oh you know about these characters i want to know about them um but before that you had this you had this voice inside you but you didn't have an outlet and if you did have an outlet you'd go to a comic book store unless you're playing like tabletop games you're playing D that was your outlet was other nerds and other geeks, but it was more of a competition of who had the bigger brain compared to the other geek. Whereas now it's like, we have these people who have no establishment in Marvel or in DC that want to know more. And you're, you may not have the abundance of knowledge, but you have something that you can go and share to the table. 
And I used to listen, and I still do listen to a podcast by Kevin Smith, who I am a massive fan of. I've been a fan of him probably since my early college days. Um, that's a whole other topic. If we want to get into it, we can. But he has a podcast, and a lot of times at the end of it, he kind of goes and says, um, if you have a voice, share that because there's people out there who are going to be interested in what you have to go and say. So share that with them. Try it out. If it doesn't work out, at least you know you, you gave it your all. You tried it out, and it's something that you did. And I said, you know what? I, my good friend Marco, we both are nerds. I have more knowledge than him um, in certain aspects and him vice versa. We can learn from each other. We can also hang out as buddies once a week. We hang out as friends. We just go put a mic in front of us and just start talking. And it kind of just blossomed from there and became what it is today. Yeah, that's interesting you bring up Kevin Smith. Because I think actually Kevin Smith was had a similar kind of journey for me as well. Like I, I believe mm-hmm. the, the podcast you talk about uh, fat man beyond, right? Yes. Yeah. It used to be, it used to be um, fat man on Batman, fat man on Batman. Yeah. No, it's Batman yeah. beyond. Um, I used to listen to that podcast too. And I remember the episode, the first episode I, I was listening to, and he said, you know, he thinks everyone should have a podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he was like one of the first people to like really podcast what like, like a, pi- a podcast pioneer which is wild to say um people don't recall um people might not recall but there was an early day of podcasts i remember being in high school and and, and the first time i heard about podcasts it, it, the landscape of podcasting was so different back then mm-hmm. right and it's like not like nowadays it, it nowadays there's there's it, it, nowadays it's, it's really different but let's not get into that but um, Kevin Smith has this idea that he could that that everyone deserved to put their voice out there, and podcasting was the way to do it. Um, I think that might have also been why I decided to do a podcast. Look at that! Look at that! Great uh, minds you, think alike, right? Well, I don't know. <laughs> um, you also brought up you also brought up something that I think a lot of people relate to, which is back in the pre MCU era where being in fandom was seen as not great. It was seen mm-hmm. as looked down on. It was seen as low art. Um, and even to a degree, it still kind of is Although that's a whole conversation. I'd rather have in a different day. How old were you when the MCU started? Oh, I, I am what? 33 years old now. When was the MCU? 2008. 2008 so it was my senior year of high school mm-hmm. so back then it, it was a totally different landscape yeah and like think about how strange that is we spent our whole we're not that we're not that different in age but so like we spent most of our our developmental lives mm-hmm. li- like living through this era where being in these fandoms was not seen as as something great you know there were i mean there were popular movies and shows like spider-man and x-men battles of galactica like these shows these shows and movies did really well but no one was really talking about them to the extent that we do now exactly and like the mcu shifted that and so how do you feel about how do you feel about these kids right there there are adults now who have lived through the mcu yes how do you feel about them they live in a completely different atmosphere a different world than we do than we did it's funny because i i actually i feel a little sorry for them and the reason why is because when we grew up 
we had these comic books and iron man is not an a-level comic book character he's a b maybe c level comic book character he wasn't as popular as he is right now yes he was in like the civil war era with him and captain america but when it comes to like individual comic book stuff he, he didn't have that and when you would read a comic book the pages would come to life based on your imagination we we had these action figures you'd go and get these gi joes you get your star wars um kenner figures and you would go and play out hoth or you'd go and play out different comic book eras throughout your childhood like i remember picking up savage dragon and picking up my little action figure Savage, and playing that out and that's what came to life for me these, isn't that weird isn't that wild it, there were there were savage dragon action figures <laughs> it's insane and these kids will never experience that because you've had the genius of kevin feige the producers and the directors of the mcu and even i'm gonna even go as far to say dc they have their their quarrels and their issues but when you break it down to these movies that are coming out the imagination that took place to make them happen develop and change the storyline and tweak it up so that people like you and myself who who enjoy comic books can go and say well iron man didn't go and make ultron it was actually hank Pym who made ultron but at the same time it still developed a good movie so I, I feel sorry for them but at the same time i do enjoy the fact that the stuff that i loved as a kid is now being popularized so much that people who didn't even have a chance to go and pick up a comic or were afraid to do it because they might get picked on now are wanting to go to a comic book store to read more about what's going to happen with black panther who's going to take up the mantle who is this aquaman what's he about like different things like that are blowing up because of the movies see i'm jealous you're jealous i'm jealous hey, please I... tell me why I was a kid. I was bullied. I was. I had. I had all sorts of issues as a kid, and it, and you know, really, it really messed me up as an adult. Um, people don't talk about how childhood trauma can really mess up an adult. Absolutely. Um, I mean, nowadays they do. It's it's gotten a lot more. It's gotten a lot more easy to talk about. But when I was a kid, like nobody, nobody, nobody gave this. a crap about you type of thing. Right. Yeah, right. And so, like people, so like these kids, there's there's a certain amount of an admiration that I also have towards these things because, like we are millennials we're mm -hmm. in our 30s <laughs> and it's wild to think about but like there are these kids these like tiktok kids right you know i'm not gonna name any names but there's these there are these kids out there who are going to the marvel premieres who are tiktoking mm -hmm. their love of marvel um and and dc and their and, and fandom in general and they're making bank yeah right they're monetizing their fandom in a way that we always kind of wished we could mm -hmm. As a kid, and what podcasting allowed us to be able to do, um, to varying levels of, of success, uh, but it, it's kind of wild to me to see what like the the fruits of our labor almost mm -hmm. right. Like they are, they have built what they have off of the backs of us. Yes, it was, it's, I don't know. I'm conflicted. I like I'm I'm jealous. I admire them, but also like you know, uh, screw you guys. <laughs> yeah, there's um I I don't remember my professor or teacher actually. This was in high school, so I had a teacher, and two things happened. One was he ended up coming to the classroom one day, and he put a five dollar bill at the front of the classroom, and I sat probably in the middle, and he said, "All right, guys, anybody want to get up and get the five dollars? Go ahead and get it up. I'm not going to stop you." 
And I looked around and nobody wanted to get that $5 bill. I can remember this to this day. Nobody went up. So I said, you know what? Screw it. I'll get up. So I got up, took the $5 bill and I put it in my pocket. He's like, it's yours, Chris. You can have it. I was like, you're kidding me. He's like, no, it's yours. And then everybody else jumped up and said, oh, no, no, do it again. Do it again. And it's like the moral of that story was you get one opportunity to shine. And if you don't seize that opportunity, somebody will. And I think for me with podcasting was, okay, I have this voice. There's a million and one podcasters at the time, but I'm like, you know what? I still have a voice. Maybe I might get a little bit of shine or maybe it might actually do something for me that will help me out in the long run. And sure enough, it has. It definitely has. And I, I'm very grateful for it. But at the same time, I'm coming off the heels of somebody else. Mm-hmm. And when I look at what we are supposed to do as humans and kind of evolve is we're supposed to be the trendsetters for the next generation. And we're supposed to go and be the building box for the next generation. And they're supposed to continue on and become smarter and become better and faster and more economical and all these different things. They're supposed to go and do better than us. That was That's the ultimate goal of this evolution of life. And I do think that they are, to a certain extent, capitalizing on that. And I think that's why I am more like kind of happy for them that they were they're able to take those opportunities that we gave them and run with it and being a 10 year old kid dancing and making millions of dollars like kudos to you like sucks that we didn't have it yes but kudos to you you'll never have the imagination that i had as a kid so sucks for you too though so it's like (laughs) it's a win-win situation i mean the ideal scenario is that these things allow people to uh is uh, allow these these kids to go backwards and look at the Mm -hmm. comic books that we looked at as kids right that's the ideal scenario Mm -hmm. but what you're talking about is really interesting is when you when you boil it down what you're talking about now is evolutionary fandom Mm -hmm. and i think that's really you're taking like the theory of evolution of like basically like you know every generation is supposed to make life better for the the next one and 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 so on and so forth correct you know we um you know, our, our, the generation before us didn't really, but you know, that's a, again, a different conversation, but like the idea, the idea should be that the life of the future generation should be better than the life of the past generation. Correct. And so what you did, what I thought was interesting was you put that in the phantom spaces. And I haven't seen that before where think about it. Like we, Kevin Smith is not our generation. Yeah, no, but we built off of his back. Yes. Right. We built, our we built our look i'm gonna say success i understand i do not have a successful podcast (laughs) but like (laughs) like we built our success off of his back Mm -hmm. and now we have and what we now see i'm using like the royal we like all the million and one podcasters that you were talking about yeah who have who have far more successful podcasts than we do um and now these these other kids these 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 kids uh who are on like TikTok and who are using social media to go to these things and getting all these opportunities, they have, have they have a better life than we did. Yes. Because of what we did for fandom. Correct. And we have a better life than what Kevin Smith did because of what Kevin Smith did for fandom. Yes, exactly. Interesting. And I, I, I love it because I, every single time I hear him and sometimes it does get me emotional listening to what he says um, because it reminds me of stuff that I, I grew up and it's like, okay, he always wanted to envision watching Guardians of the Galaxy or watching not just the Adam West Batman, but watching like the different generations of Batman that have taken place. He's like, dude, the fact that I read these books as a, as a kid reading these comics, but seeing them 
come from just pages into reality and becoming billion dollar projects. He's like, that for me is just absolutely amazing. And I look at that same concept and it's like, wow, he's not lying. He, he really is not lying. Cause you look at, uh, let's go with transformers transformers mm-hmm. for us as kids. That was just a toy. We watched the cartoon, but there was nothing past that. And then you have Michael Bay blowing everything up and it makes millions and even maybe billions of dollars collectively. And it's like, wow, those movies sucked, but wow, they still <laughs> came to life. They took my my generational stuff as a kid and brought it to life. This is amazing. I wonder what else they can do. Same thing applies with Star Wars. Yeah. I, I watched a documentary that Star Wars went and did in relations to um, kind of like the history of ILM. I watched the same one. Industrial Light, uh, Light and Magic. Yes, it's beautiful. If you haven't got a chance to, I highly recommend watching it. If you if you like fandom, you want to get into fandom, that is a wonderful little documentary to watch. And it just shows the progression of tech. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. The progression of technology and how much it's advanced movie going. And okay. watching what they did with stock motion to what they do now with the minimal CGI, with Transformer, with um, even Terminator. Seeing Terminator, the stuff that they did with that, and now where we are today, it's years, light years away. And it's crazy that us as a generation or the little generation before us did that. And now we're taking off with the heels from that and just blowing it up to a whole new level. Yeah. You kind of look at it like, you know, there's filmmaking techniques. ILM, I really like that light magic documentary. I, I said it when I first watched it. The history of ILM is the history of visual effects. 100%. Like it's, it, it, it is, to this day, they are still the pioneering force and visual effects um and you know i looked at it like you know what you what we've kind of stumbled on is how these kind of um how evolution isn't just a biological thing it is or a social thing Mm -hmm. it's a fandom thing it's a technological thing it's a this thing is that thing it kind of there it kind of like ilm you know they started with stop motion stop motion they, then, visual, then visual, then digital effects bounce off of stop motion, and so ILM is a really good example of this kind of idea, of this kind of like symbolism of this kind of evolutionary uh, adva- advancements that you know my my life is better because of what came before it, mm-hmm. you know that sort of thing. Yes, that's fun. This is fun. It is. It's so. Great. I like talking about this sort of thing. It's so awesome. Okay, well let's let's kind of bounce off of that for a minute, but maybe we'll go back to it soon. Um, okay, so you now you have a podcast. Yes. Um, you and you talked about you talked about your space in fandom. One of the things that I'm really interested in doing the show is your fandom space fundamentally changes after you enter fandom in an active role, mm-hmm. which is what podcasting is. Um, there's there's passive and active fandom roles. There's passive where you're, I'm reading a comic book, um, writing, uh, I'm uh, watching a movie. That's being a passive fan. You're mm-hmm. you're you're engaging in fandom, but you're not you're not engaging with fandom. Yes. But once you start a podcast, you become active in fandom. In fact, mm-hmm. a, a fandom forms around you. Should you become popular enough? Yes. Um, how does that change your understanding and your role in fandom? Beautiful question. Um, I would say as a passive 
lover of comics. I'm going to stick with comics. As a passive lover of comics, I can go to my LCS, my local comic shop, look at the wall and see what comics are there and go and say, okay, you know what? I want to read this book. I like it. When that dynamic changes and you're now trying to go and provide information for people, you're now having to go and look at different titles that you don't really find interesting or you don't really want to go and look at or movies that you've heard everyone say is horrible, but you're like, you know what? I still have a fandom behind me that wants to hear my opinion. So let me go and give them my two cents on whatever the case may be. And I think with that, it, it does suck for us, especially when it's like, you want to, you want to enjoy a, a film. Let's take star Wars. We just, you just watched tales of the Jedi. The second it comes out, you're like, we got to hop on this. We got to go and watch this. I got to take all these notes for it because I got to do a show. And the show has to go and reflect what I've seen. Whereas you're in the passive mode and it's like, let me sit down. Let me watch an episode or two. Let me come back another day. Let me come back three days later and watch more of it and just sit back, relax, and enjoy it for what it is. Instead of dissecting it and breaking it all down. Because we know once we provide our input into there, we're realizing we're not going to go and either change people's minds, or if we do change people's minds, it's awesome. But there's always going to be that person that's negative or that person that just wants to disagree with anybody and everybody because they feel they can't. And I've now realized that, and I understand that I can't change who people are. So there's no point in fighting with somebody because I feel that my point of view is right, or my point of view may 100% be right. And it's like, hey, no, sorry, this is fact. Here's the proof of why this is. And you provide it to them and they still don't care. They still want to fight you. It's like at that point, I just back off. And I, I realize that I can't change who people are. But what I can do is I can try to help open people's eyes. And I think that's the biggest thing about fandom and being not passive, but being active is being able to go and provide that information for somebody who may not know it and maybe it allows them to explore something they've never seen or an anime they've never watched. And it's like, oh, Cookie talked about this anime. Let me go and take a look, see if it's actually something I'm interested in. And maybe I just help them find their, their favorite anime or I found their favorite manga, whatever the case may be. Sure. So I want to I dive into the it sucks statement that you had. <laughs> Yes. Because um, the idea is that, you know, this happens a lot. This is actually kind of why I started the show, because, like, this is a drain. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I, you know, you do this podcast. We, we, you have multiple shows where you decided to just, you decided to torture yourself going through the Halo TV series. Yes. And, like, you still could talk to me about, I got to get back to that. And, the, and, and Cookie, I'm telling you, you don't. You don't you just let it go. <laughs> um, so like, but like the idea that you have, that you have to mm -hmm. watch a thing or that even something that you weren't necessarily interested in, you have to be familiar with. Um, Correct. It can be draining on yes. you, right? 100%. And it, I think it definitely also, it's a very tough challenge to walk, especially if you're in a relationship with someone whether it's your family, whether it's a significant other that you're in, that relationship can sometimes get, get strained. And you really have to realize like, hey, this is my hobby. This is not my life. And even if it's your Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith still has that boundary where he realizes like, this is my life, but this is also my life. And I have to learn that balance and focus on which one's more important. Like if, if I realize that, hey, I'm going to be dying in a week, Am I going to continue doing podcasting or am I going to spend all the time that I can with my loved ones? 
chances are you're going to spend the time with your loved ones rather than podcasting. Hmm. That's just, maybe that's just me. Kevin Smith might be the opposite. I'm like, nope, I spent enough time with my wife. I don't need her. Just keep I'm going dog. to podcast. I'm going to podcast till the moment I die. Exactly. So it's like, I, I just realized that it does suck because like you said, we, we do have to do a lot and not a lot of people realize how much work it takes to do a podcast, but it's not a job for us because we are getting something out of it. Yes. Sometimes it's tedious. Yes. Sometimes it can be um, aggravating from time to time, but in the overall grand scheme of things, it's something that we love because we love either the talk to talk with other people, or we love to share our ideas, whether it's fandom or if you're in politics and that's your podcast, or if you're in money and that's your pod, your podcast, whatever the case may be, you want to share that information, that advice, or your opinion with whoever is willing to listen. So yeah. it changes from being a job to now being a hobby that you enjoy, but it just takes a little bit more effort. Um, you talked a little bit about significant other. So you have a wife. Yes. Um, I I'd like the, there was a pause there where it was just like you were trying to figure out like do I? Um, oh, it just glitched a little bit. I guess on my end. Oh no problem. Um, okay, so you so you have so you have a wife. How do you? How does she feel about this? <laughs> well, funny you should ask, Brandon. Let me go and take you down memory. No, I'm joking. No, um, because I, well, I don't necessarily ask a lot of these uh, that question because like I've got a significant other. I've got a fiance. Mm -hmm. I've my I, my co-hosts have fiancés well and a girlfriend sorry ben um and so like the the idea of, of like your significant other you're right you brought it up it can be stressful mm -hmm. trying to find that balance because like this is not our job yeah but being with this person kind of is yes and i will okay i would go back to comics so I've always had a love for comics since I was a kid, even to now. And I collect comics. I read comics. Uh, I would like to say I'm an avid reader of comics, not just collecting. So I do whatever I do pick up, whether it's new comics or back issues, I like to read them because that is a, a love of mine. And I, I don't have a massive collection, but I do have like eight to 10 short boxes of comics. They, they sometimes get everywhere. They get to be messy. And my wife likes to go and say, well, you need to start selling some of those comics because they're taking up a lot of space. And it's like, oh, I really can't. Yeah. And she's like, you should start doing it. And before we bought our house, uh, I ended up getting two big comic books. And I had to take that hard decision of, okay, do I sell these comic books and potentially go and start a next chapter in my life? Or do I hold on to them? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it right now. Hulk 181 and X-Men number one. Uh, from the 70s so i had two oh, massive massive big books and this is years ago uh the hulk 181 was signed from stan lee so i ended up selling both those comic books after much persuasion from my wife and i sold the hulk for 1300 dollars. the hulk now in that condition sells for six to eight thousand dollars oh my god my my uh, x-men i think i sold it for six thousand it's now selling for about Sixteen to twenty thousand dollars. Oh my god! So it's like, do I beat myself up for selling it? Yes, every day of my life. No, but I, I look at it and I say, you know what? Like, it bought my house. It helped to go and pay for my house, and my, I love that about my hobby that I'm able to use my hobby to fund some things that are more important than comic books. Sure. And 
that happens to be my wife. And she realizes like, hey, he loves his hobby. This is something he loves. And my goal is to eventually have it pay for itself, which right now it just hit where I can pay the hobby pays for itself. I'm not making any money, but I don't have to spend any money to go and actually fund my hobby. You broke even? I broke right now. I broke I broke even due to Patreon. So my Patreon subscribers, oh. thank you. It's not much, but it makes it so I broke no, but it's even. A- it's something and that's a, that's a, that that's a that's a milestone dude congratulations yes. i'm serious thank you thank you very much so it's like she always looks at it like okay his ultimate goal is eventually to start making a little bit of an income because his time is valuable and he does a lot of work to make this podcast the way it is mm-hmm. and she realizes that but at the same time she knows like hey you got to put work into our relationship like your chores don't go away our relationship's not going to go away like you still have to make sure you find time to balance that out so we've set like schedules where I'm able to go and podcast her in this time, but other times like, hey, no podcasting at all. Or, hey, she's at work. I have an hour to go and kill. I can hop on the video game for an hour before she gets home. Once she gets home, I got to get off the video game. I got to start cooking or I got to, I don't want to say it like in a negative way, like I have to do this, but I want to hang out with her. I want to go and watch movies with her or spend time with her or eat with her. So I think that as long as you have that balance of realizing your responsibilities as an adult, and also realizing your responsibilities to fandom, to podcasting, and to your hobby of being able to read comics or being able to watch TV shows. You have to find that balance. I don't. I can't answer that for whoever's listening, but what I can do is say for me, it, it did take some time, and it's not going to happen overnight. But once you get that fine balance, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, how do you keep the show fun though? Um. Well, let me let me let me preface actually real quick real quickly um, because you you kind of threw me a bit because you you delivered a really sweet answer there about your wife and about your hobbies. It's wonderful stuff, um, uh, really, really, truly. Um, but so the idea of you know I want I'm kind of I'm kind of pairing the two last topics we talked about, which is which is you know finding that work life balance, that, mm-hmm. or, or more accurately, probably a hobby life balance. Um, which what this is um, and the the kind of like feeling of I need to be a part of this I need to be discussing this I need to have this it can be hard it can be draining it can be difficult yes and where do you where, where how do you keep it um, how do you keep yourself from not burning out how do you keep yourself having fun with this um, I think it's because I learn so much with it. And if you were to ask me when the podcast started, um, who directed Iron Man? I'd be like, I have no idea. Couldn't tell you anybody who directed any type of movie. But now that's become such such a great little topic for me to throw in there. And I'd be, I'm able to go and answer those questions to a certain extent. I don't know everything. I, I say that on every single episode. I don't know everything, but I do know a little bit about a lot. And I want to share that journey because... I feel that my voice is potentially able to help somebody else out. So I think I I don't lose sight of why I started the podcast. And my main reason was if I can get one person out of my, my immediate friend group to listen, then I've done my job. And I I could care less if they're in Florida or if they're in Thailand, it does not bother me where you come from. As long as you enjoy listening to the show, I did this for you. Not for everybody. I did it specifically for you. And I, I feel that way for each listener, that I'm doing this for them, that in the hopes they get something out of it. 
I think that's what makes it fresh for me and makes it keeps it alive for me is being able to know that I I'm impacting somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That, that's it. That, you know, that's really what you got to do. Right. Cause um, I always say on my podcast, like, you know, we do this, we don't do this for anyone else, but us, mm-hmm. you know, and as long as you kind of find that reason why it's important for you to keep going, you know, I think that's probably the key to, to fighting burnout is to, to constantly kind of like center yourself and be like, no, no, this is what I'm why? doing this for. Correct. I think when I had Marco on as my co-host, it was the same concept you guys had was I want to hang out with my friend. That's the bottom line is like, I, I truly enjoy hanging out with Marco and we don't see eye to eye and everything. And I think that's, what's beautiful. Like if we both saw the same move and we saw the exact same thing, we're like, Oh yeah, this is great. This is great. It would be boring. But if he has something that he doesn't like, and I like it, it builds a controversy and it, it gives it allows us to go and talk about something. And it's fun. If you're talking to somebody that likes everything you like, it's like, why am I even here? Might as well go and just hang out by myself. So I, I truly agree with you. And I think that was my main reason with Marco. When it comes to my Patreon, the same concept applies. I I love, what I mean I love, I love, I have a tattoo on my leg related to Harry Potter. That's how much I love Harry Potter. So it's like that fandom that I have is being able to express that love, not just with my co-host, Matt, the boy who had seven, but also being able to anybody who listens to my Patreon, being able to go and experience that. And they go and look at the books or they look at the movies in a different light. They're like, Oh, I didn't see that. I never thought of it this way. And it's like, I'm glad that I listened to that episode because I learned something new. And next time I talk to somebody else about it, I can go and say like, Hey, did you know X, Y, Z happened because of this? And it's like, Oh no. And the fandom that was so small when we grew up as kids builds and builds and builds to the point that, it's not pop culture anymore. It's just culture. Sure. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. So you talked a little bit about, we're, and we're wrapping up here now. Um, we talked a little bit about what your fandoms are, such as Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, Harry Potter. Um, what else, what other fandom spaces would you say you're a part of? Um, I want to get back into anime. Anime is a big thing of my childhood that I used to love and truly adore. Um, there's a lot going on when it comes to anime. There's a lot of different shows out there, and it's hard to really watch them all. Mm. Um, and video games is another thing that I want to get back into that I was heavily invested in. Like I, I loved playing video games. I, I saw video games as me being part of the story, me being another actor in the movie, or me even being the lead actor in the movie. And I get to go and portray my story out the way I want it to be played, even though it's like, it's kind of like destined for you. So, you know, there's a beginning, there's an end, but how you get from beginning to end is up to you in a certain sense and how you play it out certain ways affects the game. And I I miss being able to go and do that and devote, devote three hours to playing like video games. I, I, I don't have that anymore, that luxury anymore, but it's something that I miss, truly miss. I miss the enjoyment of buying a new game and popping it in and just saying, you know what? This is awesome. And I love this. Well, the new God of war is coming out next month. Yes. Trust me. It I've talked about it like every single episode of my pod. I'm so ready. I'm a huge fan of it. And I cannot wait to see how this story concludes. And it's great. And same thing with Harry Potter. There's a Harry Potter new video game coming out next year, early next year. Hopefully fingers crossed. I'm all bored for it. I'm a little, I'm 
I don't really support Harry Potter anymore. Harry Potter is actually, you know, this is an interesting one because you bring up Harry Potter a lot. You know, there's yes. the, there, there there's Harry Potter is kind of a toxic brand right now. Yes, like um, a lot of things, but yes. Well, yeah, yeah, like a lot. Like there are there are many things that can be considered toxic brand, but like Harry Potter is very much prevalent in in this idea of like there are people in our generation really struggling to support Harry Potter mm-hmm. uh, because it was such a important part of our lives. It was yes. literally it was legitimately half of our lives, which was that was dedic- that was dedicated dedicated to Harry Potter uh, more if you read the books. And so then to kind of have J.K. Rowling come out and be a monster, yes, <laughs> um, is really is really difficult because she, unlike a George Lucas, unlike a Stan Lee or something like, she is so heavily tied to what Harry Potter is, mm-hmm. and so like, I'm always of the opinion, my 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 blanket opinion is always like whatever your personal feelings are on separating the art from the artist is the right move for you. Mm-hmm. I don't think there is such, I don't think we, we should be out here. For example, I don't think I should tell you cookie. How dare you support Harry Potter? Yeah. Because if you are capable of separating what JK Rowling is saying from the property of Harry Potter, then that's something that I think you should be able to do. Mm-hmm. What are your feelings on that though? I agree. Um, I know when we, this was probably when we were doing, I think Star Trek Discovery, we talked about Harry Potter a little bit, but before the show happened, mm-hmm. and we talked about the the absolutely disgusting things that she said. And yeah. I think we both are very much on the same page on like our different, I wouldn't say overall political views, but we do have very similar views politically where you should be able to love who you love and I should not be able to judge you on that. That's not who I'm supposed to be. And I, we've talked about as well that I am very much a Christian. I am very much outspoken about it. I don't put in my podcast on front street, but I don't necessarily hide it either. On and front street, front, front street. Interesting. I never heard so that I, before. That's fun. <laughs> so I, I, I don't push my, again, I don't push my agenda under other people, mm-hmm. but I have this belief of, and I don't want to get religious, and I do apologize for anybody if I offend you in this way. That's not my take on anything. But I, I was growing up to do certain things. The golden rule. Be who you want to be in the world, but at the same time, treat others with the same respect you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And for me, being a Christian, that was like a golden motto was you're supposed to go and emulate somebody, and you're supposed to go and replicate who they are. And that person would go and hang out with poor people would hang out with the murderers and try to do something to better uplift their lives. And I think that that's something that I'm kind of called to do is to go and say, you know what, JK Rowling. Yeah. Did she say some absolutely disgusting stuff? 100%, 100%. Does she continue to do it? Yes. Yeah. Does she continue to do it? Yes. Is she an idiot for doing it? 100%. Hmm. Do I believe with what she says? No, because like I said, I believe that people have the ability to go and love who they want to love, and I can't judge them for that. And I'm not put on this earth to judge them for that. I'm supposed to go and just show them love. Sure. Regardless of how they believe or what they believe, I'm here to go and show them love. And I think that's what fandom is. Ultimate fandom is supposed to be, hey, you might like Star Trek, and I like Star Wars. I can still love you because you're still in fandom. I don't have to necessarily say, well, I don't like Star Trek, and you don't like Star Wars. We can't be friends. No. We should all come together as friends. And I think when it comes to Harry Potter, my love for 
what Harry Potter stands for, not what J.K. Rowling stands for, but what the story stands for is something far more than who she is as a person and what she continues to say as a person. Yeah. I think that's that's an important distinction. For I mean, I can't separate it anymore. She's gone so far off the deep end She's, that I'm just like, I can't, I can't. It's tough. It's honestly, it's very tough. And I, I, I go back to the books. I keep going back to the books. I'm like, what's and, the story about? And the thing is like, you know, there is such a thing as like ethical fandom consumption. Consumption, mm-hmm. like there is the idea that like you can, you can be, you know, Martin Freeman is a is a, is racist, but I'm not going to not go see Black Panther because Martin Freeman's in it. Um, I don't actually know if he's still racist. He did say some racist say, things back in the past. He's on a not, full black cast. He's got some cojones to stick with it. Yeah, I guess he said, he's good. He said some racist things in the past. I don't know if he walked them back or not. Okay. But um. But with J.K. Rowling, because she keeps going, she keeps doing these things. And then not to mention, like, this new Harry Potter game, which you mentioned, this new Harry Potter game, uh, uh, what are they called? Goblins? What are the big yeah. Green Gods Bank Keepers. Yeah, they're goblins. They're Jewish-coded. Yes. And in the in the game, you have to stop them from rising up and asking for their rights. Because they want equal rights as wizards, mm-hmm. in order and in order to make them out to be the bad guys, they the game has to kind of make them like child murderers, and so like because of that, because I'm Jewish, which is not something that comes up a lot, a, a lot, frankly, it's not something that that I wear on my sleeve. It's not something that I'm, I'm not orthodox. I'm not, I'm not orthodox. I'm not. But every now and then, there will be something that happens like this, where I'm like, you know, that's too far even for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I can't deal with that. And it sucks because, like, Harry Potter was such a big thing. It, like, legitimately, man, heartbreaking oh, yeah. when J.K. Rowling came out and, d- and did this thing. And, like, I spent a long time trying to reconcile my love of Harry Potter with my hatred of J.K. Rowling. And eventually I just had to give in and be like, you know what? It's just not worth it anymore. Mm-hmm. There, um, in comics, you have X-Men um god love man kills so mm-hmm. there's this series in x-men where um when you really look at it and you take away the the cover and you just see what the actual story is about it has a lot to do with people wanting equal rights and people not getting it yeah and throughout all of comics that's a very big topical thing that's kind of like an underlining theme in harry potter the same thing applies when you look at Wow, I'm a Harry Potter fan. I can't remember the, the creatures. Um, but it's outside of outside of the normal books. There is uh, Fantastical Beasts and a history of uh, a history of Harry Potter. And these creatures, they all all these creatures are subject to what makes them being able to be creatures and monsters. What makes them to be sentient beings and people or creatures that have like certain attributes that make them normal, like a wizard. Oh, yeah the isn't it the um centaurs the fifth book the fifth book touches on it but yeah, then but it like, doesn't expand. But like the fifth the fifth book talks a lot talks a lot about how like these these other magical creatures are seen as lesser than yes and i always wanted jk rowling to go further into that but she i guess she was never really interested in it because mm-hmm. um because i always thought that was that was interesting that like these magical creatures 
deserve the same rights as wizards and witches, but they don't get but them they because never they're get seen it. as lesser. Exactly. So I, I, because of my background, because of being black or mixed, I always kind of put my my race in that shoe where it's like for the longest time we were, we're and to this day which i don't think majority of the world if not ever will see everybody as equal but we're constantly striving for success and for progress and i think that that has to do a lot with that particular statement of i see myself as a centaur and not being looked at as like hey just because my skin's not the same color as yours doesn't make it different and it goes back to fandom i think that in fandom just because I don't see your stuff as the same equal as my president doesn't take it away from you, and it shouldn't take it away from me. Very well done. Very very nicely brought back to I, I had to I bring like it back. That. I don't like to get political. I don't like to get um, into spiritual. I don't like that because I feel yeah. that people have their own opinions, and I don't want to step on anybody's opinions. No, I think we had. I think we had a really good chat this time. I think there was there was a lot of a lot of juicy stuff to to dive into. Uh, for people to listen to this so why don't we why don't we call it there we're about 50 oh. minutes i think that's a good length here yeah cookie thank you for doing this this was great so i what Absolutely. i like to do at the end of the show uh, you have the floor plug everything everything okay um so i am on social media on instagram at just a little t- uh just a little podcast that's probably like my biggest platform that i like to go and use a lot i am on tiktok at uh just podcasting just pod just a little podcast. You'll find me. You'll see the logo, and I'll be there. Um, I'll also tw- I'll also link everything down below, Perfect. so it'll be there. On uh, Twitter, I'm on as just podcasting. Uh, my podcast, same thing, just a little podcast. The YouTube, just a little podcast. I try to put out a video once a month. Um, I have a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash just a little podcast. I have a handful of shows in there that, um, like we've talked about in the past, it does take time and effort to put out those shows and kind of coordinate with different people and their schedules. So hopefully I have one recording happening this week or this weekend, and it'll probably be up next week for the X-Men show. Don't tell me it's Halo. No, no, no. It's X-Men. X-Men show. Man, drop Halo. I'm just telling you. It'll be happier. Okay. You are a comic book lover. You know about completing a run. When I broke that, when I broke that habit, I was I was much happier for it. See, I I can't. I'm like, oh, it, it sucks when you start a run. You're like, I gotta finish. It. I gotta figure figure out what's going on. So I have. I don't even know how many episodes are in this entire thing, but I I know I need to finish it. I might just watch them all and do one conclusive episode, just seeing like, hey, you're gonna be so miserable. <laughs> it has to be done. But that is where you can find me on all social media platforms and the podcast as well. And then Brandon, I want to say. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, every single time I do hang out with you, it is always a magical and great time. We always kind of go down memory lane for some reason, whether we're talking Star Trek or we're just talking as just friends. So I just want to say thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure. Oh, I appreciate you coming on. This is this is a, a, a fun show of mine that I, I have not gotten to do a lot of this year. Um, and I'm really happy that you were able to do this with me. Um, finally, we've been trying to coordinate this for yes. a while. Life. <laughs> life has gotten in the way big time this year um and hopefully you and i can go back to doing our fake nerds watches for star trek i want um, to so badly yeah lower decks uh is is over so if we can try and get a lower decks one in and we got a nice break you know prodigy is going to go on for a while we're not going to do prodigy we got a nice break until star trek picard yes for sure for sure um sir thank you again 
this is yes, brilliant. Ma'am. I'm really happy. To, I'm really happy you were able to do this with me. Awesome. I will let my future self uh, play us out. Awesome, man. Thank you, past me. Once again, that was Cookie from Just a Little Podcast. You can find the social media links in the description below. Once again, they are at Just Podcasting and uh, on Twitter and at Just a Little Podcast on Instagram. Sorry it took so long, Cookie, uh, but I hope you had a good time, and I, I hope the listeners did too. I, I hope, Cookie, if you listened to this episode, you're like, oh, right, I talked about that because it's been a while. Um, please make sure to, to check Cookie out on uh, his shows and social medias. Um, like I said, Just a Little Podcast is not currently going, but you can check out that back catalog. It's good stuff. My turn. Conversation is part of the Fake Nerd Podcast. Can you tell I'm reading now? Uh, the Fake Nerd Podcast family of podcasts, which consists of multiple shows, including Fake Nerd Podcast, a general pop culture show. You can join us live every Sunday uh, for that show or listen and watch it after. Our last episode was covering the first two Mission Impossible movies uh, in order to get Ben prepared for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Uh, and this coming episode, which will be tomorrow by the time this is uploaded, but could be yesterday or the day or the day at, it could be a while after, when you're listening to this. We're Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Transformers, Rise of the Beast, The Flash. Those are the next couple of weeks. So if you're if you're interested, uh, one of those episodes might strike your fancy. Some of the other shows you can find are Fake Nerds Watch, which I mentioned a few times in this episode. That is a TV discussion show, and uh, we just, we, not just, we recently wrapped up our discussions on The Mandalorian and Star Trek Picard Season 3. I mentioned Star Trek Picard Season 3. The Star Trek playlist is linked below. Check it out. Uh, Fake Nerds Watch is currently on hiatus and waiting for Secret Invasion, which is soon, and Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which is sooner, I think. There is also Basement Arcade, our video game Let's Play series, currently on hiatus. Basement Arcade Pause Menu, our video game discussion series. Uh, Animation Station, our animated... That's self-explanatory. It's animation. Uh, Fake Nerd Book Club, and uh, our newest show, The Real Score. Links to all these shows can be found on our social media, uh, Fake Nerd Podcast, on everywhere, by the way, linked below. Um, again, I wish it wasn't so, but our website is still down. Um website probably more accurately gone at this point but yeah it's still down um if we'll let you know if or when it comes back if or when we get a new one i really don't know we also have a patreon and a t public store if anyone is interested in financially supporting us i forgot to put up this new logo i really i bet that's why we haven't sold any shirts because this logo isn't up there that's why that did it woe is me Lastly, please give this show, Conversation, some love on social media at Conver underscore station. I think I said that up top right. I really love putting the show together, and I'm grateful so many people have reached out to me to tell me they like it and to be on it. Uh, but please leave a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice if you could. Uh, even if you've been on it, I won't tell anyone. Also, if you'd like to be on the show or send me questions or letters or things, that is conversationpod at gmail.com. Okay, that's enough from me. Thank you for the support, as always. I still have some excellent guests to come that I can't wait for you all to hear. One of them I just recorded just like a couple of days ago. Uh, so before I get out of here, I will, before I forget, 
tell you that the season will not be an episode longer. It'll be 13 episodes instead of 12. I'm sure you guys don't mind. The episode that was originally going to be the fifth episode will not be the sixth episode because I need to get this episode out before Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. So that episode, so the next episode in roughly two weeks, will be with Ken Knapsack, returning guest, Ken Knapsack, good friend of mine. I really love talking to Ken. He's a big Star Wars guy, and I just found out he's a big Indiana Jones guy. So it's a different kind of episode. We really like hone in on Indiana Jones and that fandom and what that's like, what being part of that is like, what enjoying it is like. Uh, it was a great chance. I loved getting to talk to him about this. I love Indiana Jones. But like I said, I do need to get this out before Dial of Destiny. So that will be the next episode. I'll just play you a clip. And I came out of the movie and was like, that was great. It was fun. Yeah, some things here and there that maybe weren't my favorite. I liked it. I thought Harrison was great. The little you and you said you're a teacher part time. Love that. This is indie. I love as someone who you know I am of uh, Ukrainian and Circassian heritage. You want to talk about uh, Russians and, and the Red Scare and the Soviets. You want to go into aliens. I love that stuff. I, any book about Area 51, I've read. Like I loved it. I loved it. And and again, some things, not even plot point stuff, but just like eh, you know, we're in a different era. CGI. Let, put a pin in that. We'll talk about it. And then I came out of the theater and I'm almost mean literally. And I don't think it wasn't like you go now to your apps and you look, but it was just like, I went home and logged on to MySpace or something. or went back to work with my friends, went to the comedy clubs with my friends. And I was like, Oh, we hate it. Got it. Okay. Sorry. I, I, I was wrong. I enjoyed it. We hate it. Okay, so All right guys. Until next time, stay true to the fan in you.